Welcome back, beautiful people, to another episode of Redefine Beautiful. I'm your host, Faith, and today I'm sharing with you six unconventional ways to surround yourself with more like-minded individuals. Now, while you're on this journey of self-transformation and finding who you are, and maybe you started a fitness journey and you're really getting into different sort of habits for yourself, one of the best ways to be successful in doing that is to surround yourself with like-minded people. And in order to do that, there are some things that are going to be hard for you to do along the way, but they're going to be necessary for your personal growth. So first up, one thing I want to encourage you guys to do is to purge your social media. We live in an age where social media is everything. Not only are you doing it when you're relaxing or when you've got a few free minutes, But a lot of times it's become our work. We are constantly on our phones. We are constantly scrolling. So when we do have that downtime to sit there on our phone, we want to make sure that our feeds are curated to reflect what we want in life. So if we are following people that are not serving us and serving a greater need for ourselves, such as inspiring us, educating us, maybe you're following people that show you how to perfect your hobbies, maybe that's DIY, or just overall bringing you joy, then my recommendation for you is to go ahead and get them out of your life. Now, this doesn't mean you've got to unfollow family that are maybe posting things that make you feel less than who you are. Instead of unfollowing them, we're just going to unfollow their feed. So that way we aren't constantly being shown things that are making us feel negative or less than our worth. And a lot of times that's not really going to be your family and your friends per se, but it's more so going to be those big accounts that you're following that maybe you followed them in the beginning because you did feel like you aligned with them. You did feel inspired by them. But the more that you follow them, the more you realize that's not exactly how you feel and that's not exactly where you want to be. So it's absolutely okay to go ahead and unfollow those counts that are not serving you in a greater purpose. You could also have the ability on Instagram and on Facebook to favorite the people that you want to see more often. So those people that are inspiring you to be better and do better and align with your core beliefs Those are the people you want to see more often in your feed. So go ahead and favorite those accounts so you make sure those are the things that's showing up. Again, you can mute accounts that aren't serving you, but you don't want to completely unfollow them. And you can be the curator of your feed by doing these small things of just cleansing out those accounts that aren't serving you. You want to follow those accounts that are inspiring and they're facilitating the lifestyle that you're trying to create. Favorite those that matter and get rid of those that don't. A second thing I want to encourage you guys to do to make sure you're surrounded by like-minded individuals is to prioritize positive relationships. Now, what I mean by that is We live in a world where FOMO is real. We want to say yes to everything. We are afraid that we are going to miss something big, something important, something to gossip about. This is the world that we live in. But by doing that, we are giving every little extra piece of ourselves away. 
And that makes it really hard to pour back into ourselves. So we've got to be very selective in what we do with our time. And that's going to be really important towards prioritizing those positive relationships, those relationships that are facilitating a lifestyle that you are creating or you are currently on. And it's okay if things change over time. That doesn't mean you're losing friends along the way. What that means is that your personal interests and beliefs have changed. So maybe they don't correlate with those that you used to hang out with in your past. So we want to say yes to those relationships and those friendships that are in line with where we're headed. And it's okay to say no to things that are no longer serving that greater purpose of making yourself better. It can be hard, especially when you've had relationships for a very long time, but people do change. Our habits change, our hobbies change, and that's okay if we're not doing everything together with those people that we once did. We're just making time for ourselves. So in order to do that, we are going to have to say no to things. The third thing I want to encourage you to do is distance relationships that are no longer serving you. Now, this kind of goes in line with that one that I just mentioned, where we're saying yes to those things and those people that we want to be around that are facilitating positive thoughts and positive reactions. We also want to distance ourselves from relationships that are no longer serving us. And sometimes I know this can be hard to hear, but that can include family and friends. Especially when I speak about friends, I mean those lifelong friendships that you've had for so long. Now, this, again, doesn't mean that you guys have grown apart to the fact that you're not friends anymore. But if you call your friend up and every time you talk to them or every time you're around them, it's always negative and you feel drained just by hanging out with them, then maybe it's time to step back and say, we need some space. We don't need to hang out as often. And that doesn't mean they're any less of a friend to you. It just means you need a little bit of separation. So you can open that door to allow other relationships and friendships to grow and make sure that you are surrounding yourself with those like-minded individuals. The fourth thing I want to share with you is listening to educational podcasts. If you are here listening to this, you are already doing that to some capacity. But giving ourselves time to listen to a podcast while we're doing our everyday routine. So when we're in the car, when we are unloading the dishwasher, when we're going for a walk, instead of just filling our minds with music or even podcasts that might not be educational, use this time to pour into yourself and things that you want to learn about, you want to become an expert in, and you want to learn all those things. That's what I want you to pour your time into. Because when you're listening to these types of podcasts, They are facilitating change. They are helping you grow into this person. And when you're doing that and you're sharing that with other people and you're saying, hey, listen to this podcast or you get a recommendation from somebody else, that's another way you can connect with somebody and find out who really is like-minded like you and who's enjoying the things that you want to learn about and really pour your time into. Another thing, and this one kind of goes hand in hand with that podcast because we're just switching out what we're filling our time with, right? So you might be somebody that already listens to podcasts, but if you're always listening to true crime, which so guilty of, if that's all you're listening to, are you really learning from it? So instead of saying, okay, every time I'm going to listen to true crime, now it's time to say, let's bring in stuff 
that's going to help build yourself up and really facilitate this lifestyle that you are working towards. With that, so number five is going to be read more. And this doesn't necessarily have to be self-help, but those are very helpful. And it does help us to check in with ourselves and really stay in line with what we're hoping to work on. So read more, even if it's just a little bit. The hard part about reading versus a podcast is time. It does take time to sit down and read. I'm a firm believer that you get the most out of opening a book, but not everyone is like that. That's just how I learn and that's how I stay focused. But for some people, that's going to be, you can always get a Kindle or Nook or you can listen to books just like you would a podcast. But just make sure that we're pouring into our thoughts, things that are helping us grow. And it's still always a good idea, even if you're not into self-help as far as books go, just reading in general is just such a positive thing. And for me, reading has really tied into this next thing that I'm going to share with you. And it has really made a big difference. And it's really opened the door for me to have more conversations with people that I might not would have otherwise. So reading has really been that bridge to make new relationships and new connections. And I find that me and other people have a lot more in common than I thought when we start talking about what we enjoy to read and our take when we read something and we get different perspectives. The last thing I want to share with you, and this one I think is really, really important because we are social people. Even if you not don't want to be social all the time, it is just in us to be social And it's a great way to grow and just learn more about yourself. And I want to really, if you take nothing else, take number six with you. Find in-person meetups or groups where you guys are connecting on something. That's going to be that like-mindedness. That's where you're going to come together and say, we already have one thing in common. What else do we have in common? How can they build me up on my journey and how can I build them up on their journey? And it doesn't necessarily have to be a fitness journey. This is your life journey. This is self-discovery. And how can you use those things that you have in common initially to really grow and facilitate those friendships? So find in-person meetups. This can be a Bible study, a book club, which is what I mentioned that has really been a big game changer for me, mom groups, fitness groups, and then Whatever group it is you decide to fall into, really dive into that and get to know the people that are in that group. And a lot of times when you join these groups, it's just an extra chance to meet people that you probably wouldn't otherwise, because a lot of times we join a group because we know one person, and then that other person knows one person, and that person brought a person, and then it just grows from there. And you realize that your small little circle slowly becomes bigger, and you've got more people that are on the same page and really help facilitating this lifestyle that you are working on. I also want to encourage you guys to befriend people in your daily life. This actually becomes easier as you get older because you just don't care. I think that's the big thing. I think that's what's happening, that I'm not as nervous if somebody doesn't want to be my friend. But making friendships in your daily life. A couple months ago, I ran into one of my neighbors at a yard sale, and it was actually her husband that I ran into, and we just got to talking, and he loves his wife and is just her number one fan, and everything he was saying about her, I was like, I really like her already, and I've never even met this girl, 
And it's so funny because I was just like, oh my gosh, give her my number. I just want to be her friend. We have since met up. We are friends now. And we actually have a lot in common. And so it's just those things that we don't really realize is a chance to make new friendships is a great way to make those and find those people that are not only in close proximity to you. We live in the same neighborhood, so that's a bonus. But you're going to find that there are other things that really just make it easier. If you go to the gym, if that's where you are every day and you see the same girl every day that you're at the gym, make a friend, whether that's following each other online or getting each other's numbers, whatever the case may be, it's a lot easier to make friends when you're already inviting them into your life through something that you know that you both have in common. Last year, I was invited to a book club and it is virtual and virtual still has a great place. If you can meet in person, I do think there's a little bit more closeness in that and it's easier to not talk over each other when you're in person versus virtual. But virtual is also an option. So I joined a book club last year and not only has it allowed me to read more, I've already read eight books this year. I'm feeling amazing. But it's also allowed me to meet people that I never would have met otherwise. And with it being virtual, we have people all over. But it's just so cool to really connect on a love of reading and then being able to dissect a book and see where people's different takes are for the same thing. And it's really been a great way for me to make friends with people that maybe my paths never would have crossed. But I'm finding more and more that I have more in common with these people and I want to befriend them and I want to go out of my way and say, hey, I want you in my life. You are just speaking the same language as me. We are just so on the same path. As we get older, I feel like it's so much easier to make friends because we feel less scared about being rejected. And I think that's a big thing when it comes to making new friends is it is hard. It is scary. It's like a new relationship. Just, you know, you meet somebody, it's new and it's scary, but And it's also exciting. And me and my friend that I made in my neighborhood, we were talking about this and how it felt like we were like going on our first date the first time we hung out. And it's just funny because you get those same nervous feelings, but putting yourself in that vulnerable position really opens you up to make genuine connections. And I feel like I've made a lifelong friend and we already have so much in common. And there's so many people in our lives that we pass on a day-to-day basis that we sometimes don't reach out because it's that fear of being rejected. And we miss that opportunity of opening ourselves up to being surrounded by like-minded people and really just fulfilling our cup. And I think it's a great opportunity to share with you guys personally how I've been making friends along the way that really just facilitate the life that I'm living. That's not to say that people in your past are no longer serving you or can't be in your life some way, even if you guys aren't both working out or working on self-help. That doesn't mean that there's not a purpose for them there. It just means that we might need to make some room for some other people that are going to be the best fit for you in this time. One of the biggest things about having people is really really learning how to utilize your time and give yourself to people while also being able to give back to yourself. Sometimes it's easy to want a really, really, really big circle, but sometimes what's really beneficial is to have a key group of people that you know you can go to no matter what happens. 
If you need to call them in the middle of the night, they're answering the phone and they can relate to you on a deeper level of just being there for you. They can say, I've been there. This is what I did to get through it. How can I help you through it? And so the conversation starts to change when you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people. So as I wrap up, I just want to leave you again with these six unconventional ways to surround yourself with more like-minded individuals. First and foremost, we are going to purge our social media accounts so that we are seeing things that are serving us and making sure that we are staying positive and they're not bringing us down. A second thing is, is we're going to prioritize positive relationships and we're going to say yes to those things that fill our cup, that fill our soul, and that we want to say yes to. And we're going to say no to things that don't excite us. And it's going to be okay if we don't say yes to everything, if we don't go to every event. Third thing is, is we're distancing relationships that no longer serve us. That doesn't mean we're cutting them off. That just means we're making room for different relationships in this time in our life. The fourth thing is we're listening to educational podcasts in our day-to-day life, as well as our fifth thing here is we're going to read more. We're going to read things that are positive and are continuing to help us grow. That sixth thing is we're going to find meetups. This is the one I really want you to take home with you is you are going to find meetups with groups, whether that be a Bible study, a book club, a mom group. And if you can't find one, make one. You can be the leader of the group. You can get things started and then really let that group grow from your little group to each person adding somebody. And you'll just be surprised how much you look forward to those meetups and how good it is for your mental health to kind of have that you time and that thing that's yours. You're connecting with people that already have something in common, whether that be your religious beliefs or book club or the fact that you're a mom, all of those things, having a girl's night, whatever the case may be, make time to have these really good personal connections with people that are already doing the things and saying the things and preaching and practicing the same things that you are. I hope that you found today super, super helpful. If you love today's episode or any or all of them, I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. And while you're here, if you would also rate and review, that'd be super helpful so others can find this who might need to hear this message today. And until next time, stay beautiful.